Witam, Joanna Iwańska, Polomarket, Bromley High Street. Zapraszamy do słuchania Bromley Buzz. Welcome to the Bromley Buzz. And we've just been welcomed, actually, in Polish. We have. Yes, Joanna from the Polo Market in Bromley. Uh, you could have given me a heads up on that before. I've shown you the alleged <laughs> script for the day. Um, I must have missed that one. Do you know the kind of day that I've had this morning? Yeah, but I was up at your kind of time, 5.40am. By the way, talking of I, Darren Wheel in Tune PR, with Bromley Buzz co-host... Zenat Narani of Vida della Mariposa Coaching. Zenat, can you come closer? Come closer, come closer. I think we actually had that in the podcast that we did from the Theatre in Pen. Can I say that I'm really impressed... By your little new friend you've got here sitting on your desk and your setup that you've got today. We've got to get you an office. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be buzzing around you all day. Z is waving the new resident Bromley Buzz B, namely Buzz. Crocheted. Um, crocheted uh, and from the Gingham Goose Fair in Hayes, which I went to last weekend. And which is a wonderful place of all kinds of crafts. I'll talk about it more actually in an upcoming episode and we'll interview the person who runs it's it. It's got floppy ears. Oh, not ears. Antennas. Antennas. No, those are wings. That you're <laughs> and those are wings. Yeah. They're very I small. I do know the features of a bee. Mm. But, uh, yes, the next one of those is actually in July and it's worth looking out for. It's a lovely local thing. Right. Anyway, so we're here, are picking up my bee. <laughs> you're most welcome. We're here mm. at the... Newman Flexible Workspace. Yes, and they're being very flexible today because we've turned up at like five o'clock on a Thursday afternoon, an hour or so before they kind of officially, semi-officially shut. Yeah, so, oh, you know, we could do the parking space, we could do it in a room. Yes, of course, because they're just so nice. They are. They're so accommodating. It's just, they'll do anything to make their clients feel welcome and comfortable. Yeah, so we're very, very relaxed. They even said they would go out and get us alcohol if needed. So I'll tell you that too late. We're into the episode now. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, can we pause it? Pause, pause, pause. Let's go get some Prosecco. Not. That was an epic fail. We haven't. We haven't got okay. the time. But, uh, Come on. You, me, we were what's happening today, Mr. Oh, right. Dazzle? Okay. Tell me what's going on. I'm going on. to go two, two nil up in the Mega Buzz Stakes. We had the other Mega Buzzier recently, which I think was the Johannes Rodebe interview, mm. so it just made us both feel so great. Uh, and that means that you get the two next Mega Buzzes, even if I get super buzzed in the meantime, you know, you've <laughs> got to catch up. But the one I had, I went to the Biggin Hill uh, Memorial Museum, and I went to a talk um, by, as it turned out, principally the daughter of a man called Ziggy Shipper, but he was there, 92 years old, and the thing about Ziggy he is a survivor from the Holocaust, mm. that abomination that was carried out on the Jew Jewish population by Adolf Hitler. And it was a privilege to be in the room with him. I've got a lovely photograph, which I'll put on our Instagram, of him literally giving me a hug without expecting it. I mean, he could be joined the Bonnie Buzz team on that grounds alone. Yeah. And he has, two, he has a couple of messages. I'm only going to repeat one of them now because I'm going to put some of his audio in the next episode. That's but, going to be great. I can't wait to yeah. listen to that. But the, the simple message he gave um, was, don't hate. Mm. Important words, aren't they? And that word, hate, it can be such a harsh word. Uh, yeah, but I'm looking forward to listening to that episode that you recorded with Siggy. 
That'll be amazing. Well, it looks like um, mm. Mindset Matters, your show, every oh, Friday at 10.30 on Channel Radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, do you want to announce it? No, no well, semi, well, you've got Ziggy and his daughter. It's not utterly confirmed, no, but actually but I've had a positive message from them. Mm. So it looks like uh, you will be joined by... Uh, a man who suffered one of the greatest mental health anguishes anyone could possibly have, I'm sure. <clears throat> and his daughter, who only found out about the fact that his, mm. her father had gone through this when she was at the end of her teens. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know what? That's going to be a great show for um, the Mindset Matters radio show that I host every Friday. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it actually makes me feel slightly tearful thinking about it because what mm. that man's gone through. Anyway, uh, at that event I met an author, uh, Nick Oram. On the 29th of March, between 2 and 4pm, at the Biggin Hill Memorial Museum, he's giving a talk, and you get entry with the museum admission, I might add. Uh, Spitfire Pilots, Legends of the Air, a book, what he wrote. He's talking about that, and he will share some of the incredible collection of true stories from his second book. And it features Canadian airmen, because there were Canadian airmen stationed at Biggin Hill in mm. World War Two, And that links, interestingly, to the... Uh, Canadian founded and funded hospital which is still there in Orpington yes. to this day and where there is a Canadian uh, soldiery graveyard called mm. Canadian Corner at All Saints Church yeah we spoke quite a lot mm. about that during mm. um, the Poppy Remembrance Day when we went down for the ceremony, do you remember? Well, I went yeah. down because unfortunately you couldn't come, but yeah. I know, you buzzed well that today. <laughs> and you got a band leader as well, that was right. I impressive. did, yes. It was lovely. No, we are suffering. Uh, you know that um, we've sacked each other as co-hosts twice each now. I think we're equal yes. in that regard. We are. Well, I think I need to sack myself or get you to do it as show editor because we're suffering from so much content overload at the moment. You are fired. Thank you, Lord Narani <laughs> of Bromley. Anyway, yes, so we've got a content overload and some of that is going to come out in this show. We've just published uh, an episode which we we went on a road trip to Penge. I know, it was your Northern first time. You didn't even know it was just part at of the Bromley, doorstep. really, until I just started doing the bus. Because we were driving down and I went, we're here, and you went, what, we're here? Oh my goodness, what? <laughs> Yeah, what's that doing next to Beckenham? Okay, I know, obviously I'm observant and I've been on the train commuting in years gone by. But I really enjoyed Penge and mm. we'll talk about it and use some of the footage, audio footage, as it were, uh, from that coming up. Uh, but we just published the Bridge House Theatre interview, including the dog Dusty, who appears oh, to be in charge of just about everything. Dusty was so cute. Yep. Uh, and breaking news. Here we are, breaking news. Days <laughs> after <laughs> publishing... Days after publishing interviews with Gareth Bacon MP, Bob Stewart MP, and before that, the first one, Sir Bob Neill MP. Um, that's three out of the Boroughs four MPs. The fourth one will be on the show very soon, Eddie Reeves Eddie MP, Reeves, yes. uh, Lewish and West and Penge. And you might like to suggest a little other Mindset Matters related buzz that I suspect you have of something we did in the last few days involving an MP. Mm, yes. Well, that was going to be my buzz. You kind of jumped in there now. Didn't you can delay it if you I can like. Still, no. like a that buzz. was a real buzz. You know, after um, you and Sarah Marsh Collins of Babel Monkey Digital and Marketing mm. had interviewed Sir Bob Neill, uh, you kindly arranged for 
me to interview him for my Mindset Matters show. And it was absolutely wonderful. It was such a buzz. I was on a high. I could have spoken to him the whole afternoon. I think we met mm-hmm. in the afternoon. I can't even remember now. Yes. So look out for that episode. Not sure when it's coming out. Actually, it depends when Dazzle does the editing. Okay, that's another sacking coming up. He'll be sacked again <laughs> if he doesn't do my editing. Mm. Yeah. Yes, no, but on that note, it's mm. going to be great because, yeah, do look out for that episode of Mindset Matters on Channel Radio 2. I will be putting it across my social media, so yeah, absolutely fantastic guy. I can see why you and Sarah thoroughly enjoyed that interview. Well, apart from anything else, he's been supporting the arts and the Churchill Theatre in Bromley, yeah. which is a very important So thing. down to earth. And from your point of view, he's an MP. They're suffering all kinds of stresses because they reflect the rest yeah. of society. He was a barrister. Mm-hmm. He was well aware of the problems there. He had... I'm not going to do that, actually, because that's a spoiler. But yeah. there's a very interesting thing to do with his barrister career and mental health. Uh, and that's he also it, yeah. talked about being uh, the chair of the select committee on mm-hmm. justice. And, of course, the justice system and mental health are not so exactly much a part either. It is definitely an episode to listen into. Mm. But also, off the air, unfortunately, it wasn't recording, though we got a real nice insight didn't we to <laughs> one of the craziest things yes, I he's asked had him. to do as an MP which you asked him didn't you <laughs> yes that, that one really did plumb the depths that did I'm, uh, that was hilarious yeah not what I expected I might bring that one up on a, a later show but let's just say that had something to do with a prize giving and a toilet makers association yes so say no go. more yeah after he did it it was flush with success <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm so, so I'll stop pulling your chain at this point and um, well, let's move on to what was. Uh, uh, let's look at our joint bars. Yes, we went green the other day, didn't we? In the glades in Bromley. We did. Yes, there was a launch of the community green hub on the yes. upper floor of the glades. Cleaner and greener. Bromley and beyond, uh, which you can find on Facebook and their website. It was the launch of the hub, a physical space, and a library of things. And actually, at this point, I'm going to bring in interviewees to speak about it. If you like. You're looking hesitant at me, Z. No, I'm not. Go ahead. Okay. I was trying not to move my papers. Uh, you didn't want to rustle. <laughs> okay, well, you can rustle as much as you like. Let's in go pause. into the interview. Come on. Right, the first one is with Maria. Okay, I'm now with co-presenter Zena. How are you doing? You I'm doing awesome. Chocolate? My chocolate is my lovely cookies here. <laughs> in the glades we're at um, and we've got a wonderful person Maria one of the chair's trustees he's going to tell us all about the Greener and Gleaner hub which is um, a hub that's launching today and we are situated in the glades we Greener and Gleaner is an organization that's recently turned into a charity and we are looking to support the community in um, becoming greener and um, so that would be supporting in energy usage and um, the way that we live, um, the things that we buy, um, waste and recycling, all sorts of things that um, will help us to reduce our co- carbon footprint and to become greener as a community. So, um, so our hub hosts two aspects really. One which is the library of things, which is encouraging people to borrow items that you might go out and buy um, and then not use very often things like strimmers or a wallpaper stripper or a waffle maker, ice cream maker, um, power tools, all sorts of things that you, you know historically we may have bought unnecessarily. And with this, that we can encourage people to come and borrow items. 
to, to pay a small fee to borrow it and then return it and then others can use it afterwards. So that's one aspect of the hub. The other aspect is us being able to put, provide workshops and an information environment so that people can come and learn about cutting their carbon footprint, about insulating their homes. We might be running workshops on gardening and propagation, growing your own. Uh, it might be about biodiversity and wildlife in the area, all sorts of things, reducing waste, how to insulate your home. There's no end of possibilities of workshops and activities that we can encourage people to take part in, crafting and sewing and all sorts of things. So it's a really exciting time that we're um, launching the hub and we'll be you know, taking on people's ideas and um, our volunteers, which are going to be here manning it, will be speaking to the public and finding out you know what's what's needed in in the local um, community so that we can provide education and support for everyone within the area Amazing. and if people want to find out about the workshops and all the things that are going on where can people go for this kind of information so greener and cleaner has got a website so if you just type in greener and cleaner Bromley onto Google you'll be able to find that there's also a Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter um, that we're going to be advertising what's going on. There's also a hub-specific Facebook page now, so that if you uh, like that, that uh, you'll get um, lots of information about what's, what activities are um, coming up. It's quite a journey you've been on to have a physical premises in the Glades next to HMV on the upper floor uh, here. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be able to walk into the charity, in effect. Yes, yeah, it must feel exactly. Great. It's brilliant, and it's such an opportunity to meet everyone and to spread the word because we know that everybody that has followed us so far has specifically joined our group or followed us on Facebook because that's something that they're interested in and they may already be involved environmentally in various aspects. But being a presence within the Glades is going to be. Yeah, a visible presence to everybody that is passing who may not have thought about how, how they, their, their impact could be affected and what, what actions they could take. And it might be that you know, we, we catch people's uh, attention that may well have not thought about it before. So that aspect is really exciting. Um, and in terms of uh, you know, launching today, how long has it taken the Greener Greener Hub or the organisation to get where you are? It's taken many, many months uh, and years, actually, because the, the organisation set up a few years ago now. But Claire Searle, who is, has been the driving force behind the actual hub itself, has been working for months on securing contract, the, the logistics of how to actually make this a reality. So, uh, yes, it's, it's been quite, quite a process. Right, well, thank you for talking to us. And uh, now get back in and see what else is going on. Yeah. More cookies. Thank you. This <laughs> <laughs> where we started. Right, thank right. you, Maria. And think, uh, speaking of the greener and cleaner, sorry, the cleaner and greener, it's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Mm. Cleaner and greener hub. Um, they've got a range of uh, workshops happening already, you know, because it's a place where people can come and learn things and just up their skills and socialise and everything. Now, I'm not sure when this episode's going to go out. Probably before the 26th, I'm hoping. This episode? Mm. It's literally going out tomorrow. I'm editing Excellent. It's, so we've got what's on that is like on Saturday. <laughs> I can't afford to leave this one hanging about. Well, I don't know what you do no, in your editing you time. No, no, no. I just come here you and I co-host and I buzz and I tell you what to do mm. and what's you about. <laughs> anyway, on Saturday 26th, between 12 and 2, there's going to be a mending clinic, which will be 
really interesting up there. So do pop over and have a look if you want to learn about mending. Also, on the same day, 26th Saturday, 2 to 4, there's a craft paper flower. So I'm assuming they're going to be teaching you how to make flowers out of paper and recycle paper. And then on Monday the 28th, between 12 and 2, they, this is right up your mm. street, maybe you can knit me one of these. Bzzz, oh. There is a knit and crochet club. Oh, crocheting, we talked about that before in mm. the... Um, Postman boxes. Uh, the post, post toppers and other things which um, crochet acts of kindness, a Facebook group, mm. uh, are kind of behind, which is a wonderful thing for mental health. I'm Absolutely. Um, Sorry, okay. I'm We have two more interviews, actually, from the Hub. Uh, I will now introduce Claire, who um, did an awful lot to drive uh, the Hub mm -hmm. coming into being, with a great deal of support from the Glades, for which they're grateful, by the way. Over to Claire. So who I am is Claire Searle and I'm the Chief Strategy Officer of Greener and Cleaner, which is a charity based in Bromley. That's who I am. Okay. Well, you know it's possible to ask questions by an inflection in the voice. Yes. Well, this is really the second question. Congratulations. I'm so... <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, we're, we've opened a community hub today, which is all around uh, creating a space where people can feel comfortable to come and have a conversation or learn a new skill that's going to help them to feel better about the planet and what they're doing to change it. And it's a space where there is no judgment, where people are on very, very different stages of their journey, where we're expecting people to come through the door that don't, don't even agree with it, but are willing to have a conversation. Yeah, this is a coalition of like-minded people that have been working really hard for a really long time, isn't it? That yeah. came across in your speech. Absolutely. It's been, um, it's been a labour of love. A hundred percent. There's been many times when I thought it wasn't going to happen, where the lease was an issue or where the funding was an issue. But actually, the community has been incredible and stepped up. And every time we put out requests for help, whether that was for people or whether that was for funds, our um, loyal supporters, six and a half thousand people on Facebook, have uh, put their hands in their pockets time and time again to put the core funding in place to let us sign the lease and know we were going to go forward. We've been very lucky now that we've had some grants and other things start to come through, which has made it possible to do more with the space. But if it wasn't for the community of Greener and Cleaner putting their hands in their pockets for that initial funding, we'd never have been able to go forward. Well, I love being here at what is the present and one of the great things of the future. I have no doubt about it. Thank you so much for coming along. And following Claire... We no other than good friend. who we, he's become our best buddy. He's lovely. C Councillor Russell, Russell Miller, Miller uh, also the Mayor of Bromley and someone else who's been on your uh, increasingly fascinating mental health show, I might add, in recent times. And uh, here he is talking about the experience of launching the hub and uh, cutting their very recyclable ribbon. I'm with uh, Councillor Russell Miller, uh, the I'm Mayor of Bromley. And at the Greener and Cleaner Hub, oh. uh, you just cut the uh, paper chain. I did indeed. Very uh, great labour they must have expended in, in preparing it because it's all beautifully hand cut. Marvellous. Great, great initiative. And I think it's going to help enormously the, uh, the green improvement for Bromley, which goes very, very well with our motto, Clean and Green Borough. The biggest in Bromley, in London. I do love his voice. I do, yes. Mm. I do love his uh, darling, lovely mayoress. 
his wife. Geraldine. Geraldine. Yeah. They're a nice team. Yes, they are. Um, but they're in May they come they get turned around to a, mm. a new mayor, so that'll be interesting. Yes. Um, anyway, back to my buzzes. I'm seizing the buzz here. Sub-panel um, event. Sub-panel event. Mm-hmm. Sub stands for Startup Bromley, which we've talked about before. The initiative which supports entrepreneur, entrepreneurship yep. in Bromley uh, through three of the libraries and the range of activities. And uh, there was a, a whole week, I think they called it like March Madness or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to talk about every part of it in this show, but one part of it was a panel event. So there was a conversation between uh, a famous influencer lady, who's so famous I've forgotten her name, apologies. Wow. I know. That's so good for a PR man. I think it was Emily, if I remember. (laughs) Um, There was David Smith, who is the economics editor Mm. at the Sunday Times. There was an owner of the uh, Roly Poly Cafe, Play Cafe, in uh, Bromley. I know, great name, isn't it? Uh, there was Loretta Wright from Life in Orbit and the Life in Bromley magazines. And there was Rene, who is from City Mars, a disability uh, online platform helping uh, businesses to make themselves disability friendly in all kinds of ways. Mm. Uh, and actually, um, she's on the Dragon's Den tomorrow night. Ooh, what time's that, Jane? No, I don't, but I'm going to find out. Anyway, I digress. You always digress. But the reason I mentioned David Smith in particular, Economic Centre at the Sunday Times, saying things about Startup Bromley like, and I'm going to paraphrase him here rather than use exact quotes, but he said that it was brilliant and a model for what other places can do to encourage entrepreneurship. Uh, That was quite something for Bromley, I thought. Hmm, absolutely. Now we have more interviews. From a buzz in Penge. Cue silent period. No. Um, that, that was really good. I really enjoyed that, um, talking to those two gentlemen. Uh, you're talking about um, Joseph and Luke. Luke. Were the, Sorry, I'm jumping the, the gun. Yeah, Sorry. but we have another interview with <laughs> uh, a gentleman and a lady. Uh, namely into it, Ed, the founder of Love to Beat Radio in Penge, and Sophie, who works with him. Mm. And we were in their office above a very nice um, place, the, what was it called, um, Café Cafe something uh, Algerian. You're doing really well with names today, aren't you? Oh, I'm usually like this. Um, but we'll come back to it. Uh, but anyway, we had the interview we, with them, and I'd like, to, I'd like to hear about... Love to Beat Radio is one of the other audio outputs in the borough of Bromley. Love to Beat Radio in Penge. We're on our day out in Penge and here we are with Ed and Sophie, um, two people from the radio. Would you like to tell us about it? Yeah, so Love to Beat Radio has been um, established uh, since 2017. Um, it was called Love the Beat Radio uh, and then due to licensing issues. Licensing issues? Um, name issues. Um, also, oh, trademark. That's it. Trademark issues. Um, we had to change it to Love the Beat Radio, um, and we've been that that since October twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. So you know, we've been operating five years. Uh, we do a lot of stuff in regards to 
you know your, your usual broadcasting uh, we do stuff in regards to working with young children we do have a kids corner show where we get young kids to come onto the radio station and read books live on air um, to help them engage in public speaking confidence um, and their normal reading uh, we do a lot of mentoring stuff as well for young people um, getting them off the streets uh, we do workshops for young kids to uh, learn how to DJ, learn about the industry. Um, we broadcast in 186 countries across the world. That's really cool. So I think you were saying? <laughs> he said it all, really. <laughs> how, how long have you been uh, with it? Uh, I've been here since the 13th of January mm-hmm. as the head administrator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what's your background, both of you? Well, I, I've i always grown up around music. I volunteer on other radio stations. Ed's been so kind as to let me do that outside of this station. And then I'm the administrator here because it was a way to get myself into radio and be around the, the stuff that I love. I love everything to do with it. So, yeah, so my background, um, I've been doing music since the age of probably about what? 14, 15. Um, used to, I used to like be like a little bedroom DJ for my first set of uh, turntables and I've done work experience um, in school um, made up a whole open noise at my mum and dad's house um, which they didn't really like but didn't really get, kept me out of trouble um, and then kind of started getting into radio from there like when I was about 18 started getting into power radio stations um, DJing at um, events and in venues uh, took a bit of a break on DJing and then done a bit of um, music production back into DJ and then I thought you know what I want to have it on my own radio station and then here we are I'm looking here I'd, I'd like to have an idea of uh, how many people are involved here but I'm looking at the schedule by the way over there Jackie, Ozia, uh, Ozia, Ozzy, Na- Nadia, Amy, Hannah, Jury, Georgina uh, I can't read that one there. Porsche. <laughs> Whoa, Porsche. Uh, Owen, Cena. Um, a lot of names involved here. Yeah, we've got in total 31, pre- 31 um, presenters. So, you know, and growing. So, you know, we have got a lot of people on board. Um, we are looking to expand um, in regards to how we can be broadcasting. So, I'm in the, the middle of trying to sort out a free view channel. Um, so, you know, people across the whole of the country can listen rather than just, you know, jumping online because some people can't or not even can't they they lack the knowledge of how to access it through a mobile phone um tablet or a laptop or computer because they're not you know that technology um, advanced so anyone can uh, um use a tv and know to press you know three numbers or to scroll through um the tv channels and it's quite invasive so you know if they come across it then they might stop and go oh, I like the sound of that and you know listen to it so we're looking to hit probably about Mac tops 53 million people once we go on Freeview rather than going because we, we wasn't going DAB but DAB hits about what, 4 million people um, on average so I'd rather hit the max number rather than hitting a small number so yeah that's the, the plans for the radio station next so we're on uh, a station which is talk and music that's it so what's your favourite music respectively Oh God, I love everything. Just as long as it's got nice lyrics, I r- really appreciate lyrics. Yeah, um, I like a bit. Of, I like a bit of everything. Depending on what mood I'm in, really. Um, if I'm in a happy-go-lucky mood, it'll be a bit of like 
house, garage. Um, if I just want to chill and focus and you know do a bit of work, then I play a bit of classical music. Um, normally, when I finish tidying up my house, I put a bit of jazz on just to kind of like you know spruce up the, day, the rest of the day. And I think so. Yeah, it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Rosina, do you want to ask anything? Oh gosh, no! Well, you caught me off guard there. Then. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just here enjoying Ambush my it. fellow presenter. Yes, no, I'm enjoying them. Um, you know, just listening in this time round. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for your interview. How do people find Love to Beat? So, on all the socials, they can go to search Love to Beat Radio. So it's L O V E D A B E A T Radio. Um, go to the website, which is www.lovethebeatradio.co.uk. Um, you can go onto all the radio um, websites, and we're on there, um, and TuneIn Radio app as well. Search Love to Beat Radio on there as well. You can find us there. Brilliant. Well, we've really loved the pinch, and it's been <laughs> nice to be with Love to Beat. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? It's the Cafe Casbah, or very similar words. That's the one that I was trying to remember. Cafe Casbah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We had some lovely hummus. Yes. I did, did say that. You ignored me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this is why your job is to interrupt me and remind me of my... No, it was. It was very nice hummus indeed. And yeah, a very nice gentleman. Lovely owner. Mm. Uh, who, yes, we'll be giving him a, a bit more... Um, speaking a little bit more about there, I think, in future. Probably interviewing him, I hope. Mm. Now then, it's back to your turn for a buzz, Zee. Well, I've got oh, quite a few buzzes. Um, okay, the... The really nice biggest buzz. That didn't make sense at all. But anyway. Not quite mega though. Not quite mega. No, it was very mega. It was uh, the launch mm. of Life in Bromley magazine uh, that editor Loretta Wright um, launched on Tuesday this week. Okay. It was such a fantastic launch event. Great turnout with networkers, friends and family, along with... Um, the mayor himself and the deputy mayor Owen mm-hmm. as well so it was lovely it was just such a warming event to see how many people support such an important magazine launched in Bromley I mean Orpington mm. is great life in Orpington is absolutely fabulous but we so needed life in Bromley and the first issue actually um, which was launched in March the March issue has the lovely uh, cover star of the magazine, uh, Stephanie, but apparently her name's Stepanka. Mm-hmm. And uh, she knows, she's the Bromley ambassador, and she knows Bromley well, who we're going to be speaking to as well, and we'll be buzzing with her, won't we? Indeed. The name is Stepanka, you think she might be uh, from Hungarian or Polish stock? In which she's case hung- she... I think she said she was Hungarian. Yeah. I wonder if she'd actually still understand the intro from uh, Joanna at the Polo Market. Mm. By the way, on the Polo Market, uh, I was going to say, and probably forgot, mm. uh, I asked her what the favourite thing that um, Polish people buy in there is, uh, and it's pierogi, yes. the uh, Polish dumplings. Yes, and I also pierogi. discovered, because I have an interest in kielbasa sausage, Oh, I love it. Because it features in a song by Tenacious D, which, like most of their output, is very rude. Uh, But she says she has more than 10 varieties of kielbasa. Mm, Kielbasa sausages are lovely. Mm. But yes, so uh, lovely magazine. And I just want to say congratulations to Loretta Wright. Yes, here, here. Absolutely fabulous what she's doing. Yes, Um, two monthly magazines. I don't know how she does it. I don't know. She's got her work cut out for her. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 
Right then. Um, any more buzzes, what? I ask? Yes, you do have a buzz. You have the buzz from the Friday wind-down, and I... You know, I'm having to stare at that naked trophy. (laughs) Yes, he's a little Oscar. So I wonder if Jay has Mm. actually gone out and found out, I'll find out tomorrow at the Friday Wind Down, why is it that trophies, Oscar trophies, are naked? That was my question to him. That's a very good, that's a dangerous question asked someone with his sense of humour. I know. Anyway, we're talking about trophies. Tell us about that buzz, come on. Yeah, um, Friday, Friday wind down was um, a face to face get together in the which restaurant was it? Don Giovanni. Thank you. On, you booked it on Homefield Road. Yeah, um, and they the served us some Shukri Harper. Yeah, lovely. Well, we had a very enjoyable meal and night there with a bunch of our networking and actual friends. Mm-hmm. And part of it was a quiz, and Jay was on my team. Um, a lady whose name I forget, like so many others, was with me as well. Nadia Khan. Thank you. That's one of the reasons I'm really happy I'm doing this with you. <laughs> Lillian Lee should have been part of a team making up four, but as she was actually posing I the questions... she slipped the answers. She didn't slip anything to us, I can mm. assure you. It was all above board and in the best How possible taste. How much did taste. you pay her under the table? What, for a plastic Oscar? <gasps> I'm offended! <laughs> Sorry, solid gold! <laughs> but no, we won um, our table. Um, we had more obscure knowledge than the rest of the room. Yeah, you did really well. Mm. I was very, very surprised. That makes two of us. And Jay, because he didn't never won anything. Not only that, he also won the other one of these, little Oscar fellows, uh, for, for his um, most pitch. brilliant pitch. Yes. The most entertaining pitches. He often is. The other one he's normally up against for that is uh, Ratan Lelli, our resident accountant Mm. humorist. And sometimes, also, who's really stepping up the mark a lot lately, and it was a it was Mm. a hard decision. Tim Buick. Oh, singing talent. Yeah, street Tim. Did he sing on the night? No, he wasn't there unfortunately because he had man flu. I was going to say I couldn't remember that. No. Right. Okay. (laughs) Back to life in Bromley magazine as. Officially launched now. Have you got anything you'd like to talk about from it? Do you know what? There's heaps of it. I just wanted to because this. Oh, you already have, of course, with uh, part of history. So, I mean, there's a section here. A creative spark. We're proud that the legendary David Bowie called Bromley home, and we're certainly keeping his artistic legacy going throughout the borough. From the creative workspace that Contingent Works offers to venues such as the Ripley Art Centre and more drama, crafting and singing workshops than you can shake at a... Sorry, that you can shake a stick at. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but mm. in the glades, round by the loos on the ground floor, or the lower mall as they call it, there is a mural of Bowie. Yes, there is. Mm, very nice just too. There is that water pump as well in Bromley, which I absolutely love. They've got the picture there, but I'm trying to find where the details are for it. That's okay. I'll um, just move on Yeah, to you the move next on thing. to yours. Mm. Orpington First is a buzz for both of us. Another magazine. Um, one run by the uh, BID team, the Business Improvement District team in uh, Orpington, which have helped transform our high street. Uh, I'll credit them with that with no hesitation. And they have a quarterly magazine. And in the new edition, they've devoted a page to the Bromley Buzz. 
and they've got a lovely picture of us outside of the Orpington Cafe and Record Store, a favourite haunt of ours, which does the Prosecco Martinis, like so many of our favourite haunts do. Mm-hmm. And there we are. And uh, you're applying your social media polish by getting us to kind of point to the stars. And that picture ended up in it. Yes. Really cool. It's a very good um, photograph, indeed. But the article's extremely good as well. Yeah, it's well like this. It's a fantastic issue, I must say. Have you? Well, it would be. We're in it. And on the cover, indeed. The we words make it about better. creating a buzz in Bromley, it says. I know. About Bromley. Anyway, have you found what you're looking for? I haven't, but I just wanted to mention, um, mm. because it's popped up in the magazine as well, because uh, you were talking about Startup Bromley. Uh, it was quite. It was really nice to take part in the Spring Marketplace on Saturday, 19th of March at Contingent Works in Elmfield Road mm. um, to showcase businesses. And I was showcasing my business there. But met some lovely, lovely people there. Um, one of the ladies that I met, um, Aleta, Alita, Aleta, oh my goodness, that's terrible. I know it's... Um, I'm sorry, to, I mean, you're obviously not up to my standard for remembering stuff, oh, see? But <laughs> she does vegan meringues. Oh uh, yes, I saw them on the Very uh, delicious. tables there. Yes, absolutely mm. delicious, indeed. Yeah, we, we do get a bit foodie at times. Now, you were meant to be doing some affirming. I'm very affirming. Mm. Well, go on then. Affirm. Affirm away. Yes. So, my affirming away... Well, actually, I have another buzz that I wanted to share. Can you stop scraping paper across well, the Well, I've table? got so this much is, to talk about. You're a professional, dear, and that doesn't involve putting bits of paper across but the But this shows... Table. Look, I'm going to tap the table now with my Oscar. Order, order. But this shows that I'm very important and I've got lots to talk about. That's true. That, that's the fundamentals of our buzzing, isn't it? It is indeed. But the affirmation, of course, is a thought or indeed an empowering question, question which provokes thought and helps you. Yes, as a but person. before I do, as I said, I was going to interrupt. And I said, Brilliant. I want, I want to You just quoted it. We went to um, the Croydon. We ventured out to Croydon. Horror. I never go yeah, out to Croydon. Horror. Actually, you drove me to Croydon because I don't drive to Croydon. And we went to the Business Expo there, didn't we? We did. And the best part of it, actually, was, um, well, was two parts. Actually seeing the robot that is used in the Cancer Char- well, Cancer, Cancer Trust. Trust yes. uh, Joanne uh, Bet- uh, Bennett. Joanne mm. Bennett um, works in the Chartwell Cancer, and unfortunately Michelle Simpson wasn't there because she wasn't well, mm-hmm. but uh, the robot that they give the children so they don't lose out on their learning is absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? And have something, some, something uh, a personality in a way, yes. to interact with at a time when they could do with any stimulus or a bit of fun, and of course young children, they mm. grow up with tech these days, so they it's like second nature to them. Absolutely, so that was really lovely to see that, but then I think what we really enjoyed is we decided to have a quick lunch at, mm. uh, what's the name of the street, because Croydon used to be yours. George Street. George Street, that's it, and we went to the um, Basil and Grape Vino place. Oh yeah. Very nice food, I mean they had a caprice, mm-hmm. which was divine, and then they had the um, rocket and... Bafola. No, no, not Bafola. Um, Borata. <laughs> Borata, that's yes. it. I was going mozzarella, but it is a mozzarella, but Borata. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. And their vino was nice. We had a glass of vino each. Yes, and I had um, Induja, which Induja, I really love. Um, on a. Uh, well, anyway, a, a bread. It was lovely. It was really nice. Yes. So that uh, was my buzz. I mean, this, this is um, the Bromley Buzz advice to all networkers out there. Go and do the earnest stuff in business meetings and go have a nice glass of wine with somebody. It makes the day so much nicer. 
But if you're going anywhere with Darren, make sure you ask him beforehand where the location is in regards to where he parks the car. Because if you're wearing high heels, stilettos, should I say, it's an awful lot of walking to be done. Quite right. I did offer to drop you off outside of the place, but of course, not knowing where it was didn't help, even no, though I used didn't. to live in Croydon once upon a time. <laughs> so make sure those are clarified. Mm. Okay, shall we go on to my affirmation? We certainly shall. So the empowering question of my affirmation is, if you had one gift to give the world today, what would that be? And why is this? So if you had one gift to give the world today, what would that be? Why you, you know, back in the Miss World competitions, which are a little controversial these days, um, but it's long been said that um, the contestants, when asked such a question, would always go, world peace. And I'm going to do that. So imagine mm -hmm. me in my ball gown or bikini, as the case <laughs> may be. <laughs> but it's world peace. <laughs> right, do you know what? I'm going to... World peace, lovely. I'm just going to go on to... Um, so. Something about Kevin Clifton. Oh, yes, the Strictly Come Dancing dancer that we interviewed and you met at the Churchill Theatre when you'd had him. Yes. Burn, burn it was just quite a there. shock because obviously when we went to see him in Burn the Floor, mm. we were expecting to see more flesh. Well, you were. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> I think you whispered in my well, ears you're, too. You're not alone because on Twitter I'd already picked up on somebody uh, who'd said. Uh, great show, shame that you didn't take your top off. So you're not alone. Well, on Instagram the other night, mm. I was just scrolling through, just checking my inbox and all of that kind of stuff. And there we had Kevin Clifton in his boxer shorts. And did that float to your boat, Zena? It was interesting. Mm. Forgive me if I don't rush off to look it up myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most flesh I've seen of him. So yes. No, you can always hope for more. Anyway, anyway right. what's on? What's on? What's on? Come on, tell us what's on. <laughs> and I'm rustling paper again. No, that's perfectly all right. Um, you, know, you make some wonderful noises on the Bromley bus. <laughs> right. Easy tiger. What's on? Uh, 25th of March, very, very soon. Um, hang on a minute. What day are we today? It's 24, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow night. So this will be literally last minute stuff. Christchurch Bromley is hosting uh, an event and it says, uh, the person that contacted me says, we have invited, invited? Invited Rory like Steen, that. who is Nelson Mandela's head of security to come and tell us a little about his time with Nelson Mandela and how he himself came to faith. Mm. That is one unusual guest. So there you go. Look up the Christchurch Bromley website. You'll find out about that. Literally... The night this thing goes out. Mm. Uh, that brings us on to... The young entrepreneurs aged 7 to 17. Do you want to read that one out too? Yeah, they'll be launching. I am reading it. Mm. <laughs> I jumped in. Sorry, I spoke. <laughs> we'll be launching businesses and making their own money at the Orpington Children's Business Fair, CBF, supported by Orpington First. How wonderful. Mm. And I think that's really, really important that, you know, young entrepreneurs understand what it is about businesses and get involved and being creative as well you missed a bit and getting that mind uh, getting the um yeah. thinking hat on yeah absolutely i've missed a bit you have the word, i have 26th the of march paragraphs. 26th of march oh no, so, that's, that's oh, no. Already done. but i didn't give the dates 
Oh, very important. So, uh, 26th of March, which is a Saturday, and it's called Look to the Future, Orpington's Children Business Fair. Yeah. Um, and it goes on to selling. Yep. Everything from brownies to books, soaps to scented candles, right up my street. And Easter gifts to key rings and coasters. The youngsters will have planned their business, created their brand, built a marketing strategy, and manufactured their products ready to sell to customers at this one-day marketplace. Indeed, and I'll Brilliant. carry on from there because it goes yeah. on to say, founded in 2008 by 18 by former media executive, my God, I'm a PR and other media people can do nice things, uh, Sam Rogerson, the CBF is Not on likely. a mission to help the next generation discover a calling and change the world through entrepreneurship. Throughout the day, the children are responsible for setup, sales, and customer interaction, and making their own money. And I believe they'll be judged, seen, mm -hmm. by Lee Lamb, a business coach of our joint acquaintance, okay. and who's part of the structure at um, Startup Bromley, one of the coaches, yeah, coaches uh, there. Yeah. Um, okay, so on the 2nd of April, Bromley Football Club. We've been invited to this, but goodness knows, I don't think we can make it, but we'll go there anyway subsequently. Uh, Romley Football Club are opening a new bar and kitchen, uh, which is uh, online at www.hellobroomfields.co.uk within the football club. It's part of a wider strategy to build a sustainable financial future for the club, and it happily coincides with our FA Trophy semi-final against York. Uh, so good luck to Bromley, the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, and now, I found out something which irritated me slightly the other day, but I knew it was going to happen. I put together a theatre special the other day mm. and put that out on the Bromley Buzz. And it was talking about Bromley Little Theatre, uh, about the Chelsea Players, about the Churchill Theatre, uh, about the Bridge House Theatre in Penge. I thought that there was, in fact, I was sure there was more theatre in Bromley than that. And, uh, of course, Alice from Bromley Little Theatre hitherto got in touch and said Theatre 62 in, in uh, West Wickham celebrates its 60th anniversary this year and they have a show coming up. Really? Yeah, it's called Fox Finder and the um, blurb, some of it, goes mm. as follows. England is in crisis. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Uh, England <laughs> is in crisis. Never. Fields are flooded. Food is scarce and fear grips the land. William Bloor, a fox finder, arrives at Judith and Samuel Covey's farm to investigate a suspected fox infestation. That sounds like Bromley. Uh, the Covey's harvest has failed to meet its target and the government wants to know why. Trained from childhood, William is fixated on his mission to unearth the animals that must be to blame for the Covey's woes. But as the hunt progresses, Williams, find, Williams finds more questions than answers. So that sounds like a rather interesting uh, mystery. Sounds even better now that you've read it the way you did. Oh, thank you. One try. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Um, just on what's on, but it's, it's kind of not what's on, but it's something that happened or that I spotted on social. Mm. Um, there was the Great White Traditional fish and chips place that opened up on the 8th of March. Looks really, really nice. The mayor went down there again and opened it. It's on Hastings Roads in Bromley, and it's run by two brothers, Ben and Sam. When they came from, um, they came from a family with long traditions in fish and chip trading. 
So that's the place I think we need to go down and buzz about. It's, it's a long history there. I think that brings us to three fish places we haven't done I know, done we yet. still haven't done the first one I told you about. I know, the 1920s one that's yeah, been going ever since, and also the one that opened up recently in the heart of Bromley as well. We're going to have to do a fish and chip trail. Yeah, I've already punned in this episode, that's going to open up my fish pun. Should we take Jay Sohota with us? Because he likes his fish and chips. Might have to be a Friday, because he does it on a Friday, doesn't he? A Friday wind down. Also, what's on, which I've just Mm. noticed in the Bromley uh, magazine, is, because obviously you know I'm a fan of um, Strictly, is Craig Revel Hall would, 1st of April, he's going to be there. Yes, a one-man show. Mm. And believe you me, he's one man who could definitely uh, talk for England for an entire night, no problem at all. I don't think anyone would get any questions then. No. Well, um, if they do, he will probably shut them down quite quickly and be all judgmental, <laughs> won't he? No, he's lovely. I would love to be able to have an interview with him. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. So, well, we will be doing more Strictly Stars. We've just been lining up Oating the Busey more firmly, if I can mm. put it that way, which is lovely. Um, yeah. Do we have a... I oh, know we don't because we didn't talk about this before we started. Mm-hmm. A closing buzz tune. Oh, a bit of of jazz, another what's on. Wednesday the 6th of April, Jazz at the Taj, the restaurant where uh, Sarah and I tend to go uh, in Orpington from time to time. Enjoy a delicious meal whilst being entertained by David Silk's Jazz Nights Ensemble. And that is, as I say, Wednesday the 6th of April. And um, David Silk is something of a music promoter, and a musician, he's pictured here with his double bass, and uh, he's been around propping up some of the music scene in Bromley for a very long time, so it's nice to give him a mention actually. Oh, fantastic. Do you like any jazz? I do. Mm. I do like jazz. All that jazz is a good song. Yes, I skated to that. I could actually try to do a, do a buzz to it though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that's good. I'm, I'm going to have to kind of uh, think about that one, but yeah, no, I love that tune. Okay, well I'm let's do something we've done before. How good are we feeling out of Tensy? I'm feeling pretty eight, particularly as well. We've got this show in the can mm. now. But my singing's not up to gear. You're what? My singing's not up to gear. Mm. Well, in that case, we'll go for a five level buzz out. Um, go on. A five tone. On the count of three. One, two, three. Zzz. 